These are challenging times, but you don't have to navigate them alone. Welcome to How Can I Help? I'm Dr. Gail Saltz. I'm a clinical associate professor of psychiatry at the New York Presbyterian Hospital, a psychoanalyst, and best-selling author. And I'm here every week to answer your most pressing questions, hopefully with understanding, insight, and advice. Having friends is actually really important to your emotional life, your feelings of well-being, general happiness, and even your physical and mental health. Women especially benefit from having friendships with other women. That's why today I'll be answering questions about women and friendship. First, some background. Maintaining intimate connections to other women friends is of considerable importance to most women. The average length of a good female friendship is actually 16 years, longer than many romantic relationships last. But it's also true that all kinds of difficulties can arise in women's friendships, just as they can in any relationship. And how you handle those difficulties, how to evaluate when a friendship is healthy, when it needs work, and when it's just not working anymore, can be very tricky. Women's friendships most often begin out of some similarity in lifestyle, common interests and values, and is affected by educational and socioeconomic status, and developmental time in life. Though women of completely different backgrounds can and do become friends, more often there is a similarity and an intense understanding of the other that creates and maintains the bond. Women may often confide more of their intimate secrets in a girlfriend than even a spouse. It is a woman's desire and capacity for close emotional bonding via the sharing of friendships that makes friendships so important and gratifying in her life. After all, our mothers are our first love relationship, and it lays the groundwork for future love of women. For male friendships, it's usually based on shared activity while for female, it is based on intimate emotional sharing. When young women, we tend to have a large number of friends, while when we're older, there are fewer, but they are very important for life satisfaction. Despite intense closeness, a friendship will often break up due to change in life status, like divorce or having children, and physical distance may often end it too. In contrast, Men may see a friend every 10 years and still consider him a good friend. Some scientists believe that social human relationships are so important, they may actually extend lifespan compared to those who stay more isolated, which makes navigating the trials and tribulations, the ups and downs of those relationships, even more important. So today... I'm taking two different questions I got about the challenges of female friendship. So let's get to it and see, how can I help? Here's question one. Dear Dr. Saltz, a friend asked me to keep a secret from another close friend. I think the second friend should know. What should I do? How do I manage competing interests of people I care about? Secret keeping is exceedingly tricky territory when it comes to friendships. On the one hand, secret keeping is the currency of intimacy, because having a secret you trust each other to keep 
builds your trust, which in turn builds your closeness. This is a good thing. But secret keeping is also a potential burden because as you are finding out now, a secret that you feel can hurt someone creates guilt and is a true emotional burden, which actually is not good for mental health, causing anxiety and even depression. But it also erodes your friendship because your friend has put you in the position of potentially hurting another friend, and this makes you feel appropriately guilty. Her motivation in doing this could range from enjoying having this intimacy and close trust with you and her wish to unburden herself of the secret she holds by sharing it with you and trying to pull you closer to her and possibly somewhat away from the other friend in question by creating an allegiance with you that in a way is sort of a betrayal of the other friend in question. You would not be asking this question if it didn't bother you that you feel keeping this secret is actually hurting the friend you think needs to know. So there are a few questions I pose back to you. What kind of friend puts you in the burdened position of harming another friend? Perhaps one who doesn't realize what she's done or one who does not give your emotional state too much credence. That's why it's important to go back to her to find out. You can say you very much respect your confidences with her, and you would never share a secret that is hers, really hers. But this secret is actually not hers. It's about another friend. And by keeping it, you are put in the position of betraying your other friend. Ask her to think this through with you, that you don't want to harm your friends, just as you don't want to harm her. This serves two purposes. Asking her to stand in your shoes may help her see the position she's put you in and help her to allow you to help your other friend by telling her the information and yet not betray your secret-telling friend. It may also let her know that you actually don't want to hear secrets that harm other friends. This type of secret is really gossip, and it hurts people. It's possible you don't want to go back and tell her you want to tell your other friend because you don't want the secret teller to stop telling you secrets. But you should understand that the friend who tells you harmful secrets about someone else is quite likely to do the same to you someday. So the other point of going back to the secret teller is to change the dynamic of her feeling that you are a good repository for harmful gossip. And to let her know, you hope she won't do the same to you one day. In fact, generally speaking, it's important to let a friend know before they tell you a secret, your feelings about secret keeping. Some people feel no matter what, they will always tell their partner a secret because they have no secrets from their partner. If this is you, say so before a friend divulges a secret to you. Otherwise, secrets can interfere in your primary relationship. Also, if you consider yourself to be a poor secret keeper in general, like you've got loose lips, say so before a secret is told, because betraying a secret told in confidence can be a friendship ender, and the hurt can be very great. How Can I Help with Dr. Gail Saltz? We'll be back after this short break. 
Question two. Dear Dr. Saltz, a friend and I have very different communication styles. I like to plan in advance seeing each other, but they can be very flaky, which leaves me feeling rejected, but also makes scheduling plans difficult. How do I go about speaking to them about this? I don't want to create conflict, but it is extremely frustrating. All relationships have to be capable of withstanding some conflict, or they fade away. You can't see eye to eye on absolutely everything in the world with a friend. And if you can't address difficulties along the way, then you have an extremely superficial relationship, or none at all. It is more than possible to say, You are important to me. I really value our friendship. So, with that in mind, I want to work out something that is really bothering me. When it comes to issues like lateness or refusing to schedule till the last minute, or even last minute canceling, the message to the person left waiting is my time is more important than your time, or my feeling about wanting to spend time with you is clearly less so than your wanting to spend time with me. Now, the truth is, This could very much not be the case. It may be your friend is not a terribly well-organized person who is currently either overwhelmed or is generally not able to stay organized when it comes to time management. What would be important is to find out which. Coming at her with angry accusations of purposely hurting you is not the way to go, but rather saying, hey, when I try to make plans with you, It seems like you don't want to or can't make them with me in advance. This is making me feel as though you don't want to, and that makes me feel rejected. But maybe that's not what is happening here at all. Can we talk about how you feel about making plans? Do you make plans with other people in your life? Why is it hard to make plans? I really enjoy our friendship and doing things together, so I'd like to keep making plans better for us. By revealing your feelings, you build intimacy and hopefully find out what, if any, the issue is, and therefore you have a chance to remedy it. Saying nothing, you keep feeling rejected, which over time will make you stop wanting to be friends because no one wants to feel chronically rejected. If discussing this with her causes her to not want to be friends, then this was probably a very tenuous friendship to begin with, and your energies would be better spent on another friend. Good friendships make both people feel better about themselves, build each other up, and work out problems. If your friend tells you she does have difficulty planning in general, and this is how she does her life, ask her to make a compromise by allowing you to lend your planning skills in the service of the friendship. You understand she might sometimes have to cancel, but by planning out a few things for the two of you, you'd feel a whole lot better about the mutual commitment to the friendship. You'll also understand that the issue is hers and might feel less pressured it's about you, which will make more last-minute plans feel better. I hope that was helpful. Here are a few suggestions when it comes to making and building female friendships. First, like yourself first, because you can set out to have others like you. Consider what you like about yourself 
and could offer to a friend. And then use those assets, whether it be listening without judgment or having a good sense of humor. Look for people with similar interests. That means something like taking a class like gardening, tennis, dance, joining a church group or a book club. Volunteering for a cause that matters to you is a great way to meet like-minded women. Extend an invitation. If you wait for her to invite you to lunch, you may lose the opportunity. So go ahead and invite. If you get a lukewarm response, no harm is done. Just move on. Confidentiality. The surest way to lose a friend is betraying her by telling her secrets to another. Trust is paramount in a friendship. So remember to keep her confidences. Don't judge. No one likes to be judged. Be a good listener and offer advice if it's asked for. But really avoid being judgmental. It won't help either of you. In fact, what builds intimacy is building her up. And last but not least, be honest. Even though being judgmental can be a problem, it is still important to be as honest as you can. This is what builds real intimacy and trust, the foundation of a lasting and meaningful friendship. Do you have a problem I can help with? If so, email me at howcanihelp at senecawomen.com. All senders remain anonymous. And listen every Friday to How Can I Help with me, Dr. Gail Saltz.